this from thedailybeast.com. I'm, I'm about to spaz out on this one. The view. This table grew clearly uncomfortable during last Friday's broadcast when Sunny hosting groused at her co-host for being conservative minorities, telling them that black Republicans are an oxymoron. The popular ABC talk show kicked off by discussing the news that Kareem Jean-Pierre will take over for Jim Psaki as White House press secretary. While the panel discussed the historic nature of the move, Jean-Pierre is both the first black and LGBTQ White House press secretary. I love diversity. The panel also touched on the potential ethical issues at play. Jean-Pierre's partner is CNN correspondent Suzanne Malvo sparking concerns about conflicts of interest. Now, I think that's legitimate for for I go on because you had the whole issue with, with, with the Como brothers. Right. So you had so you basically had had Fredo covering for for Governor Como channeling my inner Trump. And CNN whacked that tail. And now now he's suing the bejesus out of CNN. But even even during the time, I'm like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Like your brother is getting lit up on hashtag me too charges. And he's kind of downplaying everything. I remember one episode he's arguing with Don Lemon over. I was just like, yeah, you should probably recuse yourself. I know that news is entertainment and it doesn't have to be, we don't really have to be true journalists at this point, but that that's not a good look, especially when your brother's about to get ousted as a governor in a very populous state. Back to the article towards the end of the segment, which featured the co-host going back and forth about other instances of relationships between prominent political and media figures, co-host Anna Navarro, a famously never Trumper Republican and CNN contributor defended her network before accusing guest host Lindsey Granger of being a Trump supporter. Did I ever say I was a Trump supporter? Shot back Granger, host of the, the streaming show Daily Blast Live. There are many things I don't stand by that Trump did. Trump has done things that are racist. I'm a black woman first, so always understand that. But I do say I have many conservative values that I will talk to you about. Hosted interjected, asking Granger whether she identifies as Republican. Yes, Granger replied, who then turned back to Navarro in hopes of further debating CNN's ethical issues with former anchor Chris Como and his ex-governor brother, just like I interjected. That's an oxymoron a black Republican hosting huffed. A little bit of alliteration. And and that's where I want to put in my two cents. It isn't me speaking... If, if you're listening to this show, and especially the Urban One audience, the, the people that listen on WOL 95.9 FM in, in the DMV, and Urban One is, is one of our major partners. We, we do a lot of advertising with Urban One. We're really trying to pull Urban One into, into healthcare and making Urban One one of the largest black, because it's already the largest black-owned platform in the country. A lot of people don't know that. Urban One is basically like BET. Before they sold to Viacom. And shout out to Kathy Hughes. Kathy Hughes just turned 75. And, and she's a legend and a pioneer. And for me to be on WOL is like a dream come true. Because I remember driving around D.C. with my dad, who's from Southeast D.C., listening to WOL as a little kid. And now we're on it right before Sharpton. But if you're listening to my feed, if you're listening to Seattle or, or Orlando or, or Nashville, any of our affiliates... There is an unbelievable skill.
scam and misnomer and misdirection and disinformation, misinformation geared towards the African-American community that you have to be a Democrat and that Democrats stump for African-American causes. That is a lie. That is an unequivocated lie. I'm not mincing words. I didn't st- 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 stutter. That's not true. Now, there are a lot of fantastic causes that support minority communities, African-Americans, Latinx. There are a lot of programs, social welfare programs that, that Democrats generate. I always say when I cover health care, I don't care if you vote red, if you vote blue. I don't care if you vote rainbow. I don't care about your race. I don't care about your religion. I don't care about your lifestyle. It's none of my business. My job as a healthcare executive is to make sure that you have the best health care that's possible, to work with the epi-sources of the world, my sponsors, yours, Hunger, to make sure that you have everything that you need to live a long, healthy, happy, prosperous life. That's what I care about. I don't care about the other stuff. That's none of my business. But this concept that, that if you are black and you support Republican causes, that you're some type of Uncle Tom or a fraud or, or you're in the sunken place or, or some type of, of insult, you're a disgrace to your community and your people, that's, that's not true. Me personally, I lean right. But like mature people that, that aren't, I'm not a monolith, right? I'm not a part of a monolith. And neither are you listening to the show. I am conservative when it comes to fiscal matters. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a low tax guy. Of course I'm a low tax guy. I own, I own my own business. Why would I want to pay an astronomical amount of taxes? That, that would be stupid. That's self-defeating. I'm conservative when it comes, I, I like the, the concept of limited government, not to the extreme that you have no EPA, that you have no FDA, that you have no regulation at all. But as, a, as an entrepreneur, someone that is trying to, to get the bag, that's trying to build something, limited regulation is good for me. I like the concept of, of social welfare programs that actually teach people how to fish and not give them a fish. I'm very liberal socially. I'm a supporter of the LGBTQ community and their rights. I'm a supporter of women's rights and fair pay. I'm a supporter that everyone in the United States should have health care and dental. I don't know how there are people that, that claim to be Christians, that claim to be of Jesus Christ, and they don't, they don't care if their brother or sister in Christ has dental or basic health care. This is, this is the richest country in the world. There's no reason that anyone in the United States can't have health care, can't have dental, can't have food and water. So that you could take a shower every day, you could brush your teeth. Because people that have health care, people that have basic health, basic Maslow's hierarchy of needs and and can get access if they need a medication or something like that. Those people are much more productive. They live longer. They contribute to society and they contribute to the gross domestic product. But but let me be very clear. People run this thing, they want you to choose between selecting all of their values or none. Trump is a master of that. Trump would call someone like me a rhino because I support Republican 
fiscal strategic initiatives. That's very well put. I should put that on a commercial. I support those in many ways, but when you get to the far right, they said there's no such thing as institutionalized racism and that they're comfortable with, with, with policemen mowing down African-American men from 40 yards away because they're running from, from a warrant for child support. I'm not going to support that. Me and you not on the same voting block. I don't support being disrespectful and hating someone because they don't have traditional Christian Judeo beliefs, even if I have traditional uh, Christian Judeo or Judeo Christian beliefs. There's nothing in the Bible about hating someone that's different than you, that looks different than you, that worships different than you. That's, that's not of Christ, in my opinion, in my interpretation of the, of the holy word of God. And on the far right, you see a lot of that. On the far left, I don't support the AOCs of the world that, that want to tax the, the, the dickens out of everybody and think that it's okay to go to Met Gala's where, where the plates are $40,000 a pop and you're wearing, you're wearing a Dolce & Gabbana dress that says tax the rich when you make in the top 2% of salaries financially in the United States. I remember, I remember I say all the time, ALC, she took, she took her, her staff. So usually Congress people make about 175K a year, and usually their, their chief of staff is going to make like 140. And the newest intern is going to make like 45 or 50. And so ALC, when she got in office, she said, well, I'm not going to run my team like that. I want everyone to make roughly the same. So she lowered her chief of staff salary to like 85K and she upped the, the first person, the bottom of the total pole, first person coming in. She upped their salary to like 65. But what people don't understand, ALC is now creating a wealth gap between herself and the next, the next person of, of $90,000. And people don't see that because that's the agenda for, for that cohort. I've never seen, whether it's AOC, whether it's Obama, whoever it is, whether I like that person, love that person, dislike that person, I've never seen Bernie Sanders, I've never seen any of those people give their own personal money back. They'll tell you what to do with your money, but they don't give their money back. And I've seen, man, if you think the Democrats, if you think the Democrats are completely for the cause, go to Harlem and look at the gentrification and some of the urban centers where it's a bunch of Democrats that move in, buy your house. They buy houses where, where property taxes are upside down for pennies on the dollar. Get a house that, 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 that you own in Brooklyn to give you 300 grand for it. They'll flip it. They flip that brownstone, sell it for 1.4 million and make profit off of these poor, historically black neighborhoods and won't bat an eyelash while doing it. So, so be careful with that concept. I'm not saying go all the way. I'm not saying go full Candace Owens and, and say that, hey, there's no such thing as institutionalized racism and, and slavery was a choice and, and it's, it's, it's the black people's fault. It's, it's the African-American communities it's the men in the community that are poor fathers and, and not educated and all of that i'm not i'm not getting all of that we know we know that there there are racial disparities in healthcare, there are racial disparities in hiring practices there are racial disparities in many police units we we know those things i'm not saying those things don't exist i'm just saying think for yourself use your critical thinking skill 
and don't be a monolith. Paragon 7 Studios. Seven Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Okay, well, check this out. They were doing the premiere of Private Parts at Madison Square Garden. And, and as I was going to the premiere, I see Donald Trump on the corner of 31st Street and 8th Avenue by the garden. I walked over to him. I said, with excitement, hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? He looks down at me and says, not now. I said, wow. but my name is Flavor Flav. He said, not now. James Lewis. I said to him, yo, I'm the one that gave your son Donald the autograph in, in Planet Hollywood. He said, good for you. Good for you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. The Cook's Nook Food Services Group proudly makes and delivers our handmade mosaic meals and mosaic meals to go daily to communities across Austin and Central Texas. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. The Cook's Nook, Mosaic Meals, and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal.